J.D. Talking Sports, it's Friday, August 24, 2018. What a day today. Outside in the sun for eight and a half hours and it kicked my ass and I'm like, I was going to bed early, but I said no. I need to do a show, J.D. Talking Sports. Follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Google+. Plus. Rate me on iTunes. Uh, follow me on iTunes. What, 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 what not to follow me on iTunes? Uh, subscribe on iTunes. All right, let's get right to it, folks. Watching the Jet game, Sam Darnold made me very excited to be a a Jet fan. I was talking up uh, Harris today, and we're talking throughout the whole first half. And I got to tell you, they had a touchdown that opening drive, uh, Bilal Power had a touchdown, and then he threw a touchdown to Terrell Pryor. First half stats. I mean, Eli did, did, throw, for, did throw for 180 yards in the first half, but first... Half stats, he did have uh, no interceptions. 8 of 16, 86 yards and a touchdown. Eli, 17 to 23, 188. And Shepard, 7 for 78 in the first half. Now, they don't even have OBJ and Harris is going crazy. Go, dude, they're not working on everything yet. Shermer's trying to figure out stuff. He wants four wide receiver sets. You know, he's talking about the running game. Jonathan Stewart had a fumble. There was also a... a Bomb, 54-yard bomb to Latimer that actually was underthrown. If he would have thrown it, it would have been a touchdown. Next play, Stewart has, it, has a fumble that Leonard Williams returns 40-something yards. Also, Jets had a uh, uh, kickoff return that he took out. Cannon fumbled. I mean, they gave up a sharp, had a punt return touchdown, and I just saw that uh, Raymond, Khalif Raymond, had a 35-yard punt return. So the special teams of the Jets are playing like shit today. Now, it's preseason, but I, I think Donald's, the, you know, I, I say give him a shot. Let's see what he can do. Time's too short, right? Yankees are playing right now. I know Gumbo Chef loves when I give scoring updates, but the Yankees are 2-2. They were losing 2-0, 2-2 to the shitty Orioles. The Red Sox got their 90th win yesterday. No team has 80, even 80 wins. Yankees are 79, but Red Sox are losing today, but they have 90 wins in the season. How about that? Mets are winning. DeGrom lost yesterday, but did have 10 strikeouts. Yankees are tied 2-2. Staten Island is out of the freaking Little League World Series, which really sucks. I was pissed about that. They lost to Hawaii, then they lost to a team from Georgia, so they're done. U.S. Open starts Monday, and it looks like that Serena could meet Venus in the third round. WNBA playoffs, I talked about Brianna Stewart. They will host the Mercury who upset the yeah they wait Tuesday wait Thursday yeah so the yeah the Mystics beat the Sparks by thirty two and the Mercury won on the road at the Connecticut Sun ninety six eighty six Tarasi had freaking what I love I love Tarasi yeah Brittany Griner and and Tarasi each scored twenty seven points. Now we have the semis, so the semis will start on Sunday. Mystics will play at the Dream, Atlanta Dream, and which would be a good series. And then you have Mercury at the Top Seed Storm. So let's I'd like I'd like Brianna Stewart to have a solid postseason, get that first WNBA championship to go with her four in a row at UConn. Which would be pretty, that'd be pretty sweet, right? That'd be pretty sweet. Yeah, Shepard, big first half. Yeah, I know. I'm impressed with Darnold. like to see him start opening day against the Lions. Giants had five yards rushing in the first half. 
which isn't going to win many games. That dipshit in Oregon who got filmed taunting the Yellowstone Bison, he said, I'm sorry to the Buffalo. He didn't deserve what I did to him. Raymond Ranke told the court he got 130 days in jail, 55 years old. Good for him. They should have, yeah. Dipshit. What a fucking asshole. And I sent something to the Lithuanian laser, the man on the milk carton, a low-down, dirty shame. He goes, yep, that's me. Yeah. Just, he just disappears. Just disappears. It hurts. You know, you, you, you nurture these guys. You try to get them to, you know, to show them the way. You, you put them on a show. You have great chemistry. And then, poof, they're gone. They're too busy shooting free throws or making their house into the Playboy Mansion of, well, not the Playboy Mansion, but into the uh, Brooklyn Botanical Gardens. I mean, more power to him. He has his own house, and he's doing a lot of work there. He hasn't had me over yet, but I'm not going to get upset. I'm not, I'm, I'm not holding a grudge. No judgments here, Lithuanian Laser. No judgments whatsoever. But be nice to, it's nice to, you want to feel wanted. You really do. You want to feel like you're part of something special, part of something big. Maybe that's just me. I don't know. You know. So Chapman is now on the DL. Could be gone out even longer. Be reevaluated in a couple weeks with left knee tendonitis. Yeah. Six pitches he signaled dug out and needed to come out. 31 for 33 in save chances this season, 211 ERA, and received a platelet-rich plasma injection. Now, Judge again ran the outfield Friday, but is not ready to pick up a bat because of the ongoing pain in his wrist. It's not good yet. Sanchez possible returns by the time they start a crucial six-game trip. September 3rd takes him to Oakland and Seattle. He's slated to DH on Saturday and will play for the Triple A Scranton not starting Monday. And Didi is hopeful to be able to return after 10 days, feeling way better than everybody thinks. He said after playing catch, hopefully he'll be back there sooner than later. That'd be good for the Yankees. And I, I'm reading an article in ESPN about the greatest college football season ever, which is Sanders in 1988. Where do you work? I mean, he had a monster season. Then he rushed for, in the bowl game, he rushed for like another 200. For 2,600 yards, 40 touchdowns. I mean, just, you know. Yeah, what what was his, you know what? Barry Sanders college stats. Barry Sanders stats. I want college stats, though. No, not college. Yeah, okay. His last season... 344, 11 games, 11 games, 26, 2,628 yards rushing, 37 touchdowns. He also had, I think he had some return too. Yeah, yeah. Unbelievable season, dude. He won the Heisman that year. He also had... One touchdown on kick returns that year, and one to so 39 touchdowns that year. Unbelievable. 
26, 28 that year. Out of control. Yeah, they went, so they went 11, yeah, 26, 20, unbelievable. Dude had a monster year. So they went 10 and 2 that year. They lost at Nebraska 63-42. I was trying to see what they did against. In Oklahoma, they lost by three. So only two losses were to Nebraska and to Oklahoma. And then they played in the bowl game in, I think it was Japan. Yeah, Holiday Bowl. I'm sorry, in San Diego. They beat Wyoming 62-14. I was trying to get Barry Sanders' stats for the, yeah, I mean, just like it, crazy. Yeah, yeah, he had a monster, monster freaking. I'm trying to get his stats for that year. Show scoring. Yeah. Yeah, they're not letting me look at his. Can I do rushing? No. Oh, look at that year. I want to look by game by game. Oh, let me look. Yeah, Barry Sanders, 1988. It was, listen, it was, it was phenomenal. I mean, he, Barry Sanders, 1988, game log. Yeah, game by game. So, okay, so 1988. Okay, so he Miami Ohio, he goes for a buck seventy eight. Texas AM goes for twenty hundred fifty seven. Then he has three oh four against Tulsa, five touchdowns. Then at Colorado, which they won, he had hundred seventy four. Nebraska they lost. He had thirty five for one eighty nine, four touchdowns. The Missouri runs for a Buck fifty four. Kansas State he rushes for three twenty. So now we've got two three hundred yard games in the season. And then they lose to Oklahoma, but he goes for two fifteen, two touchdowns. And Mike Gaddis ran for two thirteen for the Sooners. Then Kansas he ran for another three three twelve. So he's got three oh four, three twenty, three twelve against Kansas. And then Ohio Iowa State he goes for two ninety three, four touchdowns. And then and, oh, I'm sorry. Then he plays in Tokyo. He goes for 332. So he had one, two, three, four 300-yard games that season and a 293 game. And then in the, the freaking Holiday Bowl, he goes for 29 for 222, five touchdowns, a Holiday Bowl record. Also completed one of two passes for 17 yards. So the season, overall season, okay, so he rushed, regular season he runs for 26-28. With the postseason, he goes for 28-50, 44 touchdowns, 106 receiving yards, and it's 515. 28.50 on the season, including postseason. So he has one, two, three, four 300 yard games. One, two, three, four 300 yard games, three 200 yard games, and every game over. His worst game of the season was he ran for 154. That was his worst game of the season. That was against Missouri. Good God. What is it? Yeah, it has to be. Unbelievable. 
Most TDs, 39. And most rushing TDs, noted in 88. His five bowl game TDs did not count. Most points scored, 234. Most 300-yard games in a season career, four. Most all-purpose yards in a season, 32-49. And per game, 295.5. This record was 50 years old, held by Byron Wizard White. Oh, my God. Sanders also helped uh, two friends get in the record books. He had so many yards in 1988 that he and Hudson broke the record for most yards by two teammates in one season, 2997. The record was broken by Bush and uh, Lendale White when they combined for 3,042 yards in 2005. Also helped was his brother Byron, with whom he stole the record for most yards in a season for two siblings. Byron did his part on this one, though, rushing for 1,060 yards for Northwestern that year. I didn't know that. He was, and that's the thing. So he had a tape of his, uh, a high school tape that I saw where he was, you know, reversing field, breaking tackles. I mean, it was just out of control, and it never got to Nebraska. It got to Frank Solich, who ended up, who became the Nebraska head coach later, and he went screaming. And he never got it. He saw it after the fact, after Oklahoma State, and basically Tulsa and Oklahoma State were the only two schools to really f- pursue him out of Wichita, but Frank Solich went to like his. Secretary was like, "How the fuck did we miss this guy?" And then I saw, and the, and Oklahoma didn't even look at him. Think about the wishbone those two teams had; they didn't even have him. And to think the pro career he had or didn't have, because you know he never got the opportunity to really be on great teams, and he still had that phenomenal career. Psh, unbelievable. I mean, think about it. Psh, Barry Sanders, unbelievable. And Sanders, so for his career. He ran for 15,269 yards, played 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 10 years. Every year over, a th- every year, 1,000 yards. Worst season was 11-15 in his fifth year, and his last year he ran for 1,491. 99 touchdowns, 15,269 yards, 5 Average of five a game, yards per game, 99.8, basically 100 yards a game. And he also had 352 receptions and 10 touchdowns. So 100, I'm sorry, 109 touchdowns. Unbelievable. What a, what a fucking career, dude. What a career. 10-time Pro Bowler, Hall of Fame. Read that article, I was like, holy shit. Yeah, unbelievable. Unfreaking believable. Yeah. I'm I'm still watching uh the gold the Goldbergs. I freaking love it. I'm in season four. I'm excited to see where this is gonna end up. It puts me in a good mood. We watched the Mister Rogers documentary last night. He loved he loved kids, man. You know, you look back and he was what a good guy. I mean, just a solid, solid dude. Really good guy. Yeah, really good guy. Watch it. 
I, I highly recommend it. You got to see it. Yeah. Yeah, it really. Um, he just he really cared about kids. I mean, I don't want to give too much away, but I watched it and I was like, I don't. It didn't bring me to tears, but it did make me think a lot about you know that you know that he really you know there was a lot of stuff on television that wasn't the. He wasn't happy about stuff on television stuff, so, and he felt he was you know giving kids a good. You know, he was listening to kids, and he was also working through stuff that he, him growing up. He was a, he was a very chunky kid, and it's interesting. A man like that had stomach problems for years, and never went to the doctor. By the time he went to the doctor, it was too late, you know, and he ended up dying. It's just amazing. Like I heard Aretha Franklin didn't have a will because she didn't want. Hey, I don't want to. You know, I don't want to worry about that day. You know, like people don't want to. They just don't want to deal with that kind of shit. It's just amazing people, and you know, I guess I feel the same way. You know, my friend Bill lives right near the cemetery where my parents are going to be buried. So I kind of looked at it as I was driving by yesterday and just was like, this is really fucked up, man. I'm driving by the, by the place that my parents are going to be buried. I was like, okay, let's just keep moving on. I guess people don't want to think about that stuff. They're like, it's going to happen when it, hap- when it happens, it happens. But you kind of do have to write it will. Urban Meyer suspended three games, so was athletic director Gene Smith. He apologized to the uh, Zach Smith's ex-wife. Courtney Smith, you know, said he didn't handle it well. They're saying this is the end of Ohio State, of college football, what's happening in Maryland. Listen, this stuff will happen, has happened, and will continue to happen. Some of these guys are drunk with power, and this shit will go on and on and on. It's not going to end. Daniel Murphy is now a cub. But uh, we'll see how that works out. Now, the interesting thing is that they already have an all-star second baseman in uh, Javier Baez. Chris Bryant is injured, but he's going to return soon. But I guess Joe, Joe Madden loves a plethora of choices. Unbelievable. I read this interesting thing about the, uh, Kurt Miller, who was the first openly gay male coach in professional sports team in the United States. He was He's the head coach and the GM of the Connecticut Sun, who lost to Phoenix. And uh, he took his team to the playoffs second consecutive season. He goes, I missed out for decades on taking advantage to be a role model or inspiration, especially the young male coach who did who who might be struggling as I did, wondering if I could chase my dreams. I have always wanted to be known as the successful basketball coach that happens to be gay, as opposed to the gay coach who felt who people felt was a pretty good coach. Yeah, and that's that's why I think I want everybody to be seen as to be seen as the coach who happens to be gay, not just a gay coach or a gay athlete. Or uh, you know, transgendered, whatever. That just seen as like, oh, she's an actress. She's just a good actress who happens to be gay. She happens to be a businessman who happens to be gay. Like, who gives a fuck? That's that should be. It should be. You should be judged on what you're doing, not on this other shit. So I thought that was pretty cool. Also, Yankees are now. Oh, they're tied four four. See, I'm, I'm talking so much. I just miss all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah, Paul George supposedly 
L.A. was pissed at me. Paul George said, uh, short, story, a long, short story long podcast. I didn't give Magic a meeting, which I understand, but at that point I knew I wanted to give another shot. I didn't want to prolong it and waste people's time. You're supposed to be part of the new cast. Instead, the All-Star Wing remained in OC without, OKC without ever granting L.A. a meeting, and it apparently didn't go over well. Yeah, well, shit happens. Yeah, and they don't have Carmelo Anthony, which is good. Thank God for that. So they're going to supposedly, NBA is going to supposedly pass rules resetting the shot clock after a defensive rebound of 14 seconds from 24, simplifying the clear path foul rule and expanding the definition of the hostile act to more easily trigger instant replay. The vote on the three changes rules September 20th, 21st meetings and need a two-third majority to pass legislation. NBA believes that resetting the shot clock to 14 seconds after offensive rebounds will increase shot attempts, especially at the end of close games. The NBA studied FIBA's implementation of the rule in 2014 as well as its use in G Leagues, WNBA, and NBA Summer Leagues. Now, under the changes to the clear path rule, a clear path the basket would be in play in these three instances. A personal foul is committed on any offensive player during his team's transition scoring opportunity. When the foul occurs, the ball is ahead on, of the tip of the circle in the backcourt. No offensive player is ahead of the offensive player with the scoring opportunity. An offensive player is in control of the ball or a pass to him has been released. The defensive foul deprives the offensive team of, an, of a transition scoring opportunity. In the instance of a clear path foul, the team is given two free throw attempts in possession on the sideline closest to where the foul happened. They said the rule would eliminate the need that a play start in the backcourt. You know, the judge, uh, referees would no longer need to make a judgment call on whether the defender was between the offensive player and the basket for defenders' heads. Uh, you know, and the hostile act to trigger instant replay would now extend beyond interaction with another player to also include a hostile interaction with a referee, coach, or a fan. You know, after I read that stuff, I don't really give a fuck. So basically, cut the shot clock from 2014 gets more 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 opportunities for another play to happen, and get the other team to blow back too. Because 14 seconds, the 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 path the yeah. Listen, I think I think it's good that NBA keeps finding ways to make the game better. Let's see if any of these come true. Okay, good, kind of cool, but I don't really give a shit. You know, I, I was hearing about Beetle 2 is not going to watch football, and I didn't. I was trying to read some of it. I just was like, you know what? If you're an, if you're on a one of the if you're in a show called Get Up, which first of all, I, I I don't think that show looks terrible. The three of them look like they should never be on the same goddamn. Um, you got Greeny, Beetle, and Jalen Rose, and the three of them look like they're just it. It looks like choppy water. It doesn't look flowing. And then Beetle doesn't like the NFL. And she supposedly she gave a very articulate answer to the thing. But I feel like this is your job. She, I can't wait for the NBA to start. I just feel like, what the fuck is going on? If you're going to be on one of the biggest shows, you got to watch all the sports. And now you're saying, I'm, 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 oh, I'm a badass. I'm kind of like a, a rebel in that effect. I feel like that's your job. You watch all the sports. You may not like the sports, but you watch the sports that people watch. Right? Don't you feel that way? I mean, I'm watching, I'm watching preseason right now. 
I love watching. I, I don't care. It's still football to me. For, for some reason, I know there's a lot of stop in football, but there's it's always been the sport that I've been drawn to watching. Always. I just always have. Yeah, it's always been one I've been like, you know what? I love watching this stuff. I just love the... Yeah, I guess it's the violence, if you want to call it that, but it's freaking awesome. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's 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 watching big athletic guys beating the shit out of each other. And I know we talk about the CT and the brain damage and all that stuff, but I'll tell you, I still love it. I don't give a shit about the guys kneeling or not kneeling. I feel like that's the right. I feel like they're, they're, they have a problem with what's going on in the country, and that's their way of answering back. Look what happened in 68 with the Black Fist, that those guys' careers were ruined. And I feel like they, and it's, I don't feel like a lot's changed. I feel like there's still, we still have a lot of the same problems now that we had back then. I do. And I feel like they have every right, as, as they did in 68, as they do in 2018, to stand for the things they believe and are passionate about. As long as they're passionate about it, I'm fine with it. And uh, DeGrom pulled with one start at the White Gooden's team record with his 23rd consecutive start of allowing three runs or less. Less. Came to the game with 204 strikeouts this season and added 10. Currently second in the National League in strikeouts, only behind Max Scherzer. Unbelievable. What a season he's having, dude. DeGrom has 17 quality starts. Most games with one or less earned runs and seven-plus innings per start. Yeah. Listen, if he was on a better team, forget about it. But then again, Scherzer, 16-5, 211 ERA, and 234 strikeouts. Eight and eight. I don't care. He's having a great year, but still eight and eight. I'm sorry. Oh, and how about this? Mike's on the Mike Francesa app. Will release today. It was released today. Eight ninety nine a month or ninety eight dollars for a one year subscription. So the app and the accompanying website will include a Sunday football show, a Saturday college football show, and a live video simulcast of his WFAN show. The WFAN radio show will be available for free outside the app. He goes, I wanted to create my own exclusive platform to provide fans and subscribers with fresh content to complement the WFAM program they have known and trusted for decades with a level of information and immediacy that they've never experienced before. And <laughs> post wrote, and now with a level of cost that they've never experienced before either. $8.99 a fucking month? $98 for the fucking year? Are you kidding me? For Mike Francesa on your fucking app? You fucking egotistical motherfucker? Are you kidding me? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I was like, come on, dude. Dude, get off your fucking high horse. Your fucking ego. Leave your check your ego at the fucking door. Eight ninety nine a month. Ninety eight dollars for the fucking year. Are you fucking kidding me? Putts. And the Mets, so they were thirty three and forty eight at the halfway point. Now, even though they lost yesterday, they're twenty three and twenty three second half of the season. So you gotta take that as a thing. You got Conforto, McNeil, Rosario's twenty two. Brad Nemo, who's 25. Conforto, first year back, he's 18 home runs, but hitting just 235, strikes out a lot. McNeil, hey, hitting in a 330, less than 100, 100 bats at bats as a Met. Rosario, he's hitting 242. Now you got, now Nemo, 15 home runs, on base almost over 37, which is great. Good defense in right field. Strikes out too much. And they said he can have stretches, which he has no impact at all. Also, you have Jay Bruce, who's coming off the DL. Just three home runs and more than 200 at-bats. 
You got Cespedes at 32, who barely play this year, and like Bruce is signed to the 2020 season for a lot of money. So we'll see how that works out. Now, Doug Marone, the Jags coach, Dick, Dick McPherson at Syracuse was his college coach, and he worked for Sam Ritigliano. And Coach Ritigliano said at one time that if you have a quarterback and your team believes they can win with him, you got to stick with him. I wanted guys to know that that guy is playing because he earned it. That's what he talked about. I agree. You have a quarterback, and that's what you do. You have a guy, the guy's playing, yeah, you earn it, and boom, you go from there. Yeah, I, I agree. I concur. I totally concur. I'm not, I think that's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I got him out of the soapbox a little bit. Nice. Very nice. Good times had by all. Harris loves Ozark. I did not like the way Ozark ended. I didn't love the ending. I thought it was okay. I didn't think it was all that. I thought it was like, eh. I thought it'd be better. It was like, it was just, it was okay. It wasn't all that. And Ronald Acuna, uh, yesterday, on Wednesday, hit his sixth leadoff home of the season. And Jim McElwain, the former Florida head coach, uh, former Gator Luke Del Rio, had end his college career, too many injuries, concussions. He shared a story of how ex-head coach would tell guys they were no longer on scholarship. Cold-hearted motherfucker. Ouch. And Chris Cyborg and Bantamweight champ Amanda Nunez finalized for UFC 232 on December 28th. Nobody's going to beat Cyborg. She's a bad, badass. And Tiger Phil officially set for the match on Friday, November 23rd in Vegas with $9 million going to the winner. Wow. And Molly Tibbetts, that girl in Iowa, man, got stabbed to death. And then Trump going off on the guy was an alien. I was like, come on, dude. Nothing to do. Nothing to do with him being an alien, coming to the country illegally. You know, bad people are bad people no matter where. If they grew up here, they didn't grow up here. Bad fucking people are bad fucking people. No, Davis Webb is in. Yeah. I could go on and about Urban Meyer, but are we, you know, failed to take sufficient management action really relating to Zach Smith's misconduct. Let's talk about my dad. He goes, I should have done more. I followed my heart and not my head. I gave the benefit of the doubt to Zach Smith. Listen, he didn't do, I'm sorry. Listen, I don't I don't condemn what Jack Zach Smith did, but it he didn't do it. He didn't fucking, I don't know why he kept the guy on the staff, but, you know, he didn't do he, it wasn't like he was beating the shit out of his wife. He had a guy in his staff that was doing it. And, you know, yeah, maybe he should have got rid of him sooner, but guy's a dipshit. And it's not going to hurt recruiting. And they said, oh, this is the end of football. I, I disagree. Disagree. Meyer asked for help to delete text, which was not good. Smith went to rehab in 2016, and Smith spent $600 strip club on recruiting trip. Are we, are we, am I shocked by any of this stuff? What about that guy who was the oh, the Alabama coach, and then he got busted for uh, at a strip club, got fired, didn't even start the job, and you had the former Georgia Tech coach, I'm blanking on his name, who lied about his freaking his resume and was going to go to Notre Dame, and he, you know, I mean, people do crazy shit, man. I mean, I knew a kid, he's, you know, rest in peace. And, 
and he, he he said he went to college and grad school. He didn't even never finished his college degree. He he had, he lied and he got a had a nice paying job and everything. But a lot of people lie about the fucking. I mean, goddamn, it got lied, lied about you graduated college, then added he added on top of it, he added that he went to yeah George Perlis, right? Perlis, yeah Perlis, and then you had who was the Alabama coach who uh, got busted at a strip? Alabama, Alabama coach. Fired. Strip strip club fired. Mike Price. Yeah. At the fucking strippers. And that that was the job, man. That was the ultimate job, and he fucked that up. Happens all the time, dude. So Matt Harvey was supposed to was claimed on waivers by the Brewers, but they decided not to keep him. Tiger Woods shot even. Yeah, I was gonna talk about all this Urban Meyer stuff. I don't really give a fuck. Listen, I'm not shocked about any of this. Yeah, 2016, Meyer had Zach Smith checking into a rehab center. The goal was to deal with addiction to a stimulant used to treat ADHD. A source told me this was the Sibke house in Mason, Ohio, and Zach Smith left after four days and did not complete his 10-day treatment. Hey, Jason Vargas got the win tonight. Mets beat the freaking Mets beat the Nationals. Oh, so yesterday I did twelve thousand meters on my in the on the rowing machine, and I was like, so it came out to about seven point four four six miles, and it didn't feel like seven, like running seven miles, but it was. And I'll tell you, I had my phone next to me, so I was watching. I like the corner of my eye. I was watching the Goldbergs, but even at like I remember when I ran thirty miles. I mean, rode thirty miles. Nothing compares to running. Nothing, nothing. Gio Gonzalez, Ryan Zimmerman, and Matt Weeders can now be dealt any team before August thirty first deadline because they cleared waivers. Man, they're just fucking. They're supposedly uh, Kobe's all Jack now. And Harden says adding mellow is easy. Guys who love to communicate and love to figure things out, the job is easy. It gets hard when you don't communicate. Dude, I hope I hope for your sake that it works out. I really do because uh, I, don't, I don't believe that at all. At all. Well, we were watching, what were we watching yesterday? We were watching Naked and Afraid, and a guy used, te- I have testicular fortitude. I go, who the, f- that's not a fucking word. Or a dictionary, it is. To have testicular fortitude is to show strength, courage, and sagacity in challenging situations, yeah, I, I was shocked. I said, "Really? That's that's really a phrase." And David Fisdale says, "KP is on board with the next direction. Franchise's rebirth is already happening." Okay, Lithuanian laser, your team's on their way. On your freaking way, it's happening. It's happening. John Harbaugh says, uh, "Call on whether or not to keep uh, RG three will go down right down to the wire, which means he's probably fucking gone." Sherman's going to play tomorrow against the Colts. Aaron Nola through, uh, hey, he beat Scherzer. Eight shutout innings, nine Ks. Phillies are for real, man. And uh, Ronald Acuna for the Braves, 21 home runs in just 76 games. That's a pretty fucking good opening season, right? Yeah, Santa Island was to Peachtree City, Georgia. They're out. That sucks. Mystics gave the Sparks worst loss ever in the playoffs. 
That's talk kick ass. And Blake Barnett, the former Alabama quarterback, is supposed to, expected to be the starting quarterback for uh, USF Southern Florida. I mean South Florida. Yeah. Wow. Unbelievable. Miles Garrett, two sacks in the first half. I saw one where he blitzed through and uh, Foles fell. 5 nothing. they won last night. The Browns over the Eagles. That was, that was ugly. That was beyond ugly. And Tyrod uh, Taylor hurt his hand with acrophase were negative. They put it back in. And they, th- you know, they said, hey, week one, we'll see. Robin Leach, pass. Rest in peace, Robin Leach. I'll miss you terribly. Conor McGregor took a jab on uh, Khabib's dad, which I was like, dude, why are you going after his dad? Yeah, where he said, what did he say to the dad? He said, uh, I can see you cowering behind fake respect just like your middle child, the quivering coward. Dude, you start going after fucking family, man. It's all it's all over. I, I don't know. I And and that looks like freaking uh, Wolverine. <laughs> Hayden Hurst, first-round draft pick out of uh, South Carolina, will undergo a procedure for a stress fracture in foot. It was 34 weeks he's going to miss him. And John McCain, they said, diagnosed with brain cancer over a year ago, is ending medical treatment, they said. So this is the beginning of the end. Peanut today freaking just... So I went to go take her out. Like, I went to go follow her to take her out, and she just pissed right in the front of the front door. Now, she used to bark to go out. It's almost like she doesn't know where the fuck she is anymore. And I'm just like, good God, what are you doing, baby? What are you doing? Now, the Jets... uh, Signed Sharkandrick West, who led the Chiefs in rushing in 2015. Okay. Another running back. We'll see how that works out. Yeah. Eli Manning throwing bombs, but should have been touchdown, right? Oh, and then uh, Justin Verlander got his lunch bill, came to more than $1 million. He was at the Beverly Hills Hotel, and they put in the bill, they put a open miscellaneous Dodger killer for $1 million. He said, hey, really make me pay for the World Series win. Thanks for the great lunch as always. So let me get $28 million this year. thought that was kind of funny. Dodger killer. It's kind of funny, right? Yeah. Oh, and uh, Evan Ingram left with a concussion. I didn't think it was head-to-head. It was... And Red Ellison with his eyes, so two Giants wide receivers went down tonight, which isn't good. Teddy Bridgewater's in right now. All right. I can't believe I'm still up. I was like, I should go to bed. All right, we got some trivia questions for... Okay, so the trivia questions last show. What two NBA teams... Won a road playoff game in 19 consecutive NBA playoff series. So there's two NBA teams that won a road playoff game in 19 consecutive NBA playoff series. The Heat and the Warriors. Warriors tied the record in 2018. Today, tonight's favorite question. First pitcher in modern Major League Baseball history to allow four home runs without recording an out. First pitcher in modern Major League Baseball history to allow four home runs without recording an out. That's tonight's favorite question. So Yankees are tied... 4-4, the Mets won, Red Sox are losing, Yankees are, Yankees tied 4-4, Giants leading the Jets, 19-13, Mets won, uh, Brooks Koka, who won two this year, is in, they're playing in the Ridgewood Country Club in Paramus, New Jersey, I should go see some golf now.
by the way. But uh, Brad Koka has had a pretty goddamn good year, right? Hey, I'm very happy about Sam Darnold. I'm happy that dipshit who fucked around with the moose in Yellowstone got what he deserved. 130 days. They should actually put him in, make him clean up bison shit for 130 days. Asshole. Leave people fucking alone. Uh, Robin Leach, rest in peace. I always liked that Lifestyles Rich and Famous. He always looked like he was having so much fun. See the the Mr. Rogers documentary. It's very good. And that's about it. Have a good night. Peace out. Talk to you soon.